Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis and New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. I'm excited to talk to you because, well, I don't get to talk to other podcast hosts usually, so that's fun. I also like to talk to people that... um I know about stuff that I don't, and like mental health is something that I feel like I don't know a lot about. And so yeah, I like to sure. talk to people about that. So I had a really good conversation with Unsha, what, maybe a couple of months ago when she came on. So that was a good conversation, yeah. and I'm excited to be talking to you too. So I, I listened to one of your recent podcasts, and um, I mean, the, the sound quality is amazing. Like, you guys have like done a really good job with it. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's. It's funny how like people always refer to the Desi condition as like you guys and like it's a group effort, but it's really actually just me, um, myself. So like it was really just me like having to learn a lot of like random like stuff about mics and like editing and stuff, like terms that I had never heard before because I have absolutely no experience with audio editing or anything like that. So but it was uh, it was uh, you had a partner in the beginning, no? I did. Yeah. In the first okay. season, it was a, it was six episodes long. I had a co-host, Shima. Okay. She's great. Um, she ended up deciding to go a different direction with her creative slash mental health pursuit than the podcast. But yeah, no, she helped me like conceive of the idea and everything. So she was there for a few episodes. Yeah. How would you define what mental health is? This for someone like me that you know has you know hasn't given it a lot as much thought as as I should. So I mean. Uh, I know that you like asked me that question before and it's really hard to answer that question. I think you're looking for a more straightforward answer that I can give you than, than I can actually give you. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I think technically it's defined as, you know, our emotional and sociological, psychological well-being. But I kind of think that that's too broad, because if you ask, like, okay, what's physical health? Um, you would not say that, okay, it's when you, feel good in your body like that's so baseline right you would never say that so I mean I think that like good mental health I'm just gonna go and answer a different question here (laughs) is like um when you're able to see yourself and I think like there's this natural human instinct of um seeing yourself as like alone in your situation. And so I think good health, good mental health is when we see ourselves as part of a web and it's like knowing that we're not alone. Yeah, I, I think that's my definition for mental health. It was a little long-winded. No, it, it, it makes sense. So, so but since you started to talk about it, I guess like in the last year or so, do you, have you seen like, have you seen any impact of the conversations you guys have been having on either the community or even specific individuals? I think that, first of all, this is like deeply affected my own mental health because I think um, ever since I started, I've been just like learning so much. And a lot of the episode ideas, some of the episode ideas come from things that um come from like my own life inspiration or like I'll look at forums on Reddit or Facebook and I'll read like mental health like articles and forums and stuff and so I'll get ideas from that and a lot of it is just me trying to understand like the community so I mean I hope that people take away have like good takeaways from the episodes. Yeah I'm always surprised when I hear about someone that seems from the outside seems to have it like have like the perfect life and seems to always you know say the right things and do the right things but and then they come up 
come out with saying that struggle with certain thing. And I love that. I think that's great to hear, right? Because we, from the outside, it looks like they have perfect lives or, you know, but they're, you know, they, they don't have anything to worry about. But then you find out that they're struggling with the same things that other people are. Yeah, I mean, I think I come off as that to your point, I think I come off or used to at least come off as like someone that was like, well put together and like accomplished in life. Like I used to be a mechanical engineer. Um, and I was like living in a beautiful one bedroom by myself in Queens, New York. So it was like, it just seemed like I like had shit together, but actually like I've had chronic depression for like as long as I can remember. So it's just interesting because like once I started coming out with a podcast, people were like, oh my gosh, like I, I like had no idea. And it's like, I don't know, to me, it almost seems like I reek of it, but nobody else really thinks that. So, yeah, I mean, that's like you definitely a huge inspiration behind the podcast, too, that you never really know what's going on with anyone underneath the surface. What about the Bangladeshi community? So what, do you think there's been a change in mindset for the Bangladeshi community? When I say the Bangladeshi community, not I mean, like the older generation of, Bangladeshi, of Bangladeshis here, like, do you think there's going to change in mindset for them so i i don't know that i'm really reaching the older demographic a lot although i am going to like different events and stuff so like i went to a sapna event and i actually emceed that event and like i met a lot of people there and so i think like just me going to all of these different events starting to like maybe like reach that crowd a little bit you know people talk about reading books uh and i read books too but i mean podcasts are just like easier i mean to get information it's literally a podcast for everything yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think that they're on the rise, though. It seems like they're on the rise. And it's also just like a great for a great way of like consuming content because I don't have to sit down and read. Um, some people don't really like audiobooks. I do. Um, but some people don't really like that. So like a podcast would make sense for them. And it's still educational and everything. And it's good. It's yeah. like accessible. I could just do chores and listen to a podcast. Yeah. So the, going back to the um, the older Bangladeshi community, the, my, my experience mm-hmm. has been polarizing uh and i'm sorry what i mean by that is like in bangladesh it's like somebody's either normal or crazy it's just like two ends of the spectrum like they don't see like there's nothing else so if you like express any sort of emotional um uh you know like some sort of breakdown they'll you just they'll just put you in the crazy bucket that's where like i feel like there needs to be more education around the older bangladesh where like just because you have um, you know, you, you have, you know, you're suffering from depression or you're, you have anxiety. That doesn't mean you're crazy. It just means like it's something right. that you have to deal with and something that, you know, maybe you can, you know, work through, uh, and you could still live normal lives. Nothing, you know, but you're not crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're describing a demographic that I'm probably not going to be able to reach, but I do know that I'm reaching people who are at least interested in, maybe thinking about the possibility that there may be more to this mental health thing than they realize. And so, I mean, it's like, I'm not going to start trying to get like, I don't know, like my parents' generation to listen to my podcast because they're just probably not going to do it. There's going to be maybe like a very small number of those people. But I think me reaching out to their kids or um, to people who are young parents, it'll start to create like a ripple effect. And to the few people who are in that age group, you know, um, hopefully, you know, one hears from someone else and word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. I agree. And like, you're, 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 you're working with your way, the, uh, the correct way. I just think like, you know, a lot of the people you're talking to, they're having to, deal with their parents and their uncles and aunties in, in and have yeah. these conversations um with them um so i think you know that's why that's why 
it, it is it, that's why I think it is important to like not you know you're not gonna change their mindset completely. I mean, somebody that grew up in Bangladesh and came here when they're thirty, like you're not gonna completely change their mindset overnight. So I get that. Yeah, so I'm like all, constantly thinking about um, evolution, right? And and this is kind of a backwards way to approach this question. You asked me about physical health and I'm like evolution, <laughs> but like, I think about it a lot. And so I think that like everything we are kind of goes back to it, right? Like the advancement of our species, we have this innate desire to advance our species. And how do we do that if we do not have desirable traits and like what you see is the physical first, right? And the desirable traits that you have will attract a partner who also has desirable traits you will pass those on down to offspring i mean what i'm getting at basically is that i think it's just like programmed within us to care more about the physical than the mental because that is what you see first and historically like now that we have things like history and science and stuff we're thinking a lot more in philosophy that's how i i don't i mean i'm a science person that's how i see it but i yeah. do think that like I don't think that that's a bad thing. I just think that, you know, we as humans and we have organized society, we have like language, a huge tool that we have. And um, it's up to us to think more about it, to be more conscious. We have the wherewithal to, to, to be smarter about it. So why not? What about, what about the argument that if, if somebody is physically fit, they generally feel better also. And then there's like chemical injections to your body if you are working out like or do you think that's more temporary so i mean i guess what i'm saying is somebody you know th that is focused on you know getting their mental wealth uh, mental health in order you know being physically fit is a part of that i do think causation can be a factor like um you can talk about okay i have been suffering through a depressive episode i'm gonna go work out and that's gonna make me feel better and so by developing that routine and deciding to do it every day routine is often the thing that helps you get out of certain like and so i think working out is the best way to do that because you're releasing energy not i mean i don't know i don't know about the best way but a great way to do it because you're releasing energy and there's a scientific factor to it too right you're um there's like endorphins and whatever and yeah. so i mean i don't know that like okay work on your physical health because you're going through something is necessarily the answer i don't think that your physical health being great is gonna make you less depressed but i do think that there is some causation there it's just not very linear okay okay so it's not it's it's not like a direct uh you you get fit and you automatically feel better um, i would not say so yeah not necessarily uh how i know you you're pretty open about your you know your your uh depression so how how is that you know when you're talking to your family members about that um was that was that something that you had difficulty in talking to them about or uh, or even friends like you know you would think people are your age would be more receptive but is that is that has that been the case also or, or what have, what has uh, your experience been like so, yeah, I've been much more open about depression lately. Um, even in the beginning of the podcast, I didn't really talk about it a lot. I kind of referenced it, I think, just to um, give myself some credibility. But I didn't, like, talk about the details of it at all, uh, even on the podcast for the first, like, several episodes or something like that. Um, but I'm starting to be more open about it. I think, like with my family they haven't I didn't have like that conversation with them and the, I mean sorry let me think about this response for a second 
it's not like I sat down and had a conversation with my family about my depression. I think that they just kind of figured it out because I didn't know that it was okay to really talk about it until very recently. And I think that reflects on my podcast, which is why I started, you know, talking about my podcast just now. Um, they, yeah, they definitely started to notice that like, I wasn't, I was like constantly switching jobs. Um, I just always had a low mood. I wasn't going out a lot. They no definitely noticed that like I had depression, but they also kind of thought like, oh, she's a quiet person. She's um, doesn't like to socialize a lot. Like they attributed that to be a characteristic of mine rather than, okay, a real problem that I had. Like they're very, when I say my family, I mean my parents, because I don't really have a lot of family around here. Um, they're not often like, they, they just like don't know a lot about mental health, you know? Um, and so I adopted a similar mindset when I thought, okay, let me achieve this goal and things will get better. Um, things are still kind of, I guess, like, I'm not totally sure if they know, if they realize that I still like, you know, deal with this because I seem to be doing a lot better, but it's also something that I guess I just don't bother to talk about because I mean, I think it's like trying to help people that like, don't want to be helped I think that's kind of a negative way to say it but I, I don't mean it in a negative way I just think like you know if they're fine not knowing and I'm fine with them not knowing it's okay like I don't I, I have the tools that I need to deal with it and I don't necessarily feel like they need to get involved in that okay. what, do you, what do you think about self-diagnosing I mean I self-diagnosed um I don't know how you would take medicine without a prescription i guess people like do recreational drugs like people say like shrooms are a good way to treat depression not that i recommend or not that i recommend it but it's what i've heard um i think self-diagnosis is good in some way um as long as you've done your research because it shows that you have a self-awareness um and it also shows that you're getting outside of your head which is something that's like really crucial for recovery um, that said, I always obviously recommend like getting second opinions and you're not going to get a second opinion from yourself, right? You have to go to somebody and that person hopefully is a professional. How does, uh, so how do you go about doing that? What's like, what, how do you, rec what do you recommend finding uh, uh, a health professional uh, to, to help you with that? What's like the best way to go about doing that? Uh, okay. Um, this is a difficult question because I don't, I don't have a good answer for this. I don't think that, I think that if I answer, I think it would be irresponsible for me to answer that question because I'm not somebody that has like fancy degrees in psychology or psychiatry or anything like that. Like I'm a regular person who started to talk about mental health and gotcha. I happen to do it in a way that lots of these people can relate to. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, you know, I just think it's like important for me to draw that hard line of like, Hey, I'm not an expert. I'm just one of you. Yeah, I like that. No, I, and I appreciate it. You know, I don't. You know, I, if somebody asks me a question that I don't know, I, you know, say mm -hmm. I don't know. That's like the best thing to do. Going back to the podcast. So how how are you how are you finding topics and guests for the podcast? Or is it just like something? Oh, I find this interesting, so I want to talk about it. How how are you how are you uh, managing that? Uh, so uh, some of it, some of it is stuff from my own life. Um, some of it is uh, stuff that I've seen and like other people's lives around me and then there's like the third degree where I see stuff on forums like reddit or facebook and whatever and um 
I, so I'm actually an industrial designer by trading. And so like, I think to me, a good designer is one that knows how to ask the right questions. And so when I look at problems in the world, I immediately start searching for the root of that problem. And so I approach the problem like it's a big design question. Um, I think I look at mental health in a really like holistic way. And that means I'm considering like all kinds of stakeholders. So the question is not like, what is mental health? It's more what is um, or so what about mental health? Like the what versus the so what? Okay. Okay. Is there, is there like, um, is there a topic of conversation for the podcast that you uh, that you feel like you want to talk about, but um, you don't know how to broach the topic, or you feel like your the your audience isn't ready yet. Because there's some things that I feel like I want to talk about on my on my podcast, but I just feel like I don't mm-hmm. know how to approach it, and I also wouldn't like you know kind of it's kind of like what you said earlier. Like I don't want to come off and start talking like I know all about this topic. Um, mm-hmm when uh you know and have a podcast topic on it or you know but but it's but i but i feel like but i feel like it's important uh for uh, to talk about you know like i'll give you an, i'll just tell you as an example like mm-hmm. even the like i think lgbt rights it's not something that i'm very knowledgeable about um and lgbt in general and i'm not you know but i would love to talk about it um i think you know because yeah. i do have i do have some i do have some older listeners um so Mm-hmm. You know, I want I want to be respectful of their views, um, and I have some you know maybe some religious listeners too. So I want to be respectful. So I just don't know how to broach that topic in a way where, um, you know, I want a certain message to get out or, or about um, respecting LGBT rights, but do it in a respectful way. But I just don't know how to broach the topic on a, on a podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, every every episode that I do, whether or not I talk about it, I do research um, or whether or not I reference it. I always do like research um, for each topic. And so even if I don't mention in the episode, I'll put up uh, links for further reading and I'll put up like publications and like scientific research papers and stuff like that on my website. Um, so that's one way I go about it. The other thing is because the model of my podcast is very much like, okay, I, I interview specific people about specific topics. Oftentimes, if I have a, um, a topic on my list of episode ideas that I haven't been able to approach, at some point, someone will reach out to me and be like, okay, I want to be on your episode because XYZ thing happened to me. And I'll be like, this is perfect. This It just like has so far has just like kind of worked out by chance that people reach out to me and it's like the serendipitous discovery um so i've lucked out in that way but other than that i do do a lot of research like i did an episode on addiction and i was like i don't know how to approach this i don't have an addiction problem but um i did happen to know someone in the community who was like super helpful about it how long does it take you to get a podcast out this initial thought to like uh, posting the podcast on the website, like how long does it take? Because it takes me forever, and I feel really guilty about it. Because sometimes it takes me like a month to just get a podcast out. So, do you mean from having the idea of the podcast to the time it's out? Yeah, or recording it to post it. Well, so like the first yeah, one, right? Record, uh, yeah, the first one. The first. So uh, having the idea, I have like twenty six ideas that I haven't even like started to 
think about how to execute for an episode. So if I'm going from there, it's like, I don't know, months probably. So trying to measure from when I've had an idea is probably not the accurate way to do it. Um, I usually, when I release episodes, I'll be like one or two episodes ahead. So I'll record a podcast and it'll be out within the next month and a half. Oh, but wow. I, I like, I try to do it pretty quickly. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it is only you. Right. So uh, yeah. And that's the case mm -hmm. for me also. So, uh, but yeah, you know, but some, uh, I've been, uh, learning a lot too, probably not as much as you about the audio audio side. Um, but there are, there's so many tools out there because like you said, like we said earlier, it's such a huge industry. There's so many tools out there. Um, are you, what's, what's next? Do you see anything else bigger for the podcast or do you want to do like, any sort of live events or any, or any, any plans coming up that, um, that, uh, you should know about? It would be really cool to do live events. I don't think I'm quite there yet. I think I need to establish uh, further what the basic condition actually is. I think like you listen to the name and you 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 hear the name and you kind of know what it means. Um, it's like it comes from the human condition, except I'm talking about it in terms of being the SE, right? So um, to me, education is really important. Um, I'm actually working on becoming a math teacher right now. Um, I used to be a mechanical engineer slash industrial designer. I'm working on becoming a math teacher because uh, education is my passion. It's what I'm really, it's just something that's really important to me. So I just want to continue to educate and empower people and it translates to the podcast. Um, and so I, do, I would just love to like continue to do that, expand my um, podcast network. Um, I started to get uh, requests from people in other states and from like other countries and stuff which is like really exciting wow. so I want to like really expand my network that way I was just talking to a guy in Australia earlier today it was like this is cool I don't know how you found me but I'm into it um but yeah. it was yeah it's it's gonna come with the learning curve too because I think like if I'm gonna talk about mental health in their culture their like desi Australian culture for example like I need to be sensitive to that culture too um I believe that I can do it in a, thoughtful, in a thoughtful way. Just have to be a little careful about it. So I would like to do that. I'd also like to start making more like videos and um, this is a little random, but I want to make like cooking videos um, because I think like food is just such a big part of like Desi culture. And I come from kind of like this interesting background because my family is um I come from like a line a long line of like mishti shop owners okay. so I like really know how to make mishti so I think it'd be cool to make like cooking videos about like how do you make a roshagola stuff like that that's so funny I love watching those videos Bangla Ranlagor is like is, is like the best oh, thing on the yeah they they, yeah. Fo they they follow us and like are, like always respond to us which is like amazing um, yeah, I, wonder, I, wonder, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder who like. I wonder who they are. I'm. I'm, I'm really curious. Their <laughs> the videos are just yeah. like also just really well made. I mean, the food is obviously that looks good, but the video is just really well edited too. So yeah, I, I really yeah. like them. Yeah, you know. But going back to the podcast, it's interesting. Like I always thought people would find our podcast through our Instagram because I mean we have a decent following on Instagram. But mm -hmm. we've actually had some people that followed our that found our Instagram through our podcast which is really, really mm. cool. Yeah. 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 So I, that's, that's, that's a cool, that's a cool experience. Cause I always thought podcast was like the side thing, but I yeah. would love to, I would love to make 
I would I enjoy the podcast more than I the Instagram stuff to me is is like is not it's like a necessary evil. I'm not really a social media person. I don't enjoy that. But I enjoy yeah. the podcast a lot more than and I like like having one on one conversations with people as opposed to the you know the Instagram stuff and the likes and the stories and stuff. That stuff to me like sometimes it's a little annoying. Yeah. Um. I mean, I agree with you. I think that that's going to definitely also, I forgot to mention this as like one of my goals, but I think like learning about logistics and like analytics of social media and stuff is definitely like a big goal for me. Cause I mean, I'm like you, like I don't really, social media is hard for me. I'm on it a lot because I feel like I have to be, and yeah. it's cool too, because I'm meeting people. So there is a brighter side to it, but it's also like, I need to take like breaks from it, but I do feel like learning more about like how to use hashtags properly was going to help me a lot and help me to expand my reach a lot yeah it's interesting so but, but you know going back to the social media piece what do you what are we didn't talk about because it's a big social media has a big impact on mental health right i mean there's mm-hmm. you know it's if you're depressed and then you, you know, all you see is like these people you know perfect perfect looking people on social media going on perfect vacations you know that has to have an impact on 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 your mental health too like what are your thoughts on that because i feel like it's i feel like that's probably one of the biggest problems of you know like our like our society these days just like these you know you know perfect people that you're just looking at and just like what the fear of missing out that has a big impact on it like what are your thoughts on that yeah uh (laughs) i don't have a good relationship with instagram i don't think i have a very much love-hate relationship with it so at least i can speak to my own experience i think that social media is and has been very toxic for me i think um i have to take breaks from it like sometimes i'll post regularly and it you know i i'm good i'm fine and then i'll just need to take like a week and a half off i'm just like i can't even look at instagram right now um And there's probably a way for me to calibrate a little bit. Like maybe I don't need to be on Instagram as much as I am. And so I can just be on it somewhat on a consistent level instead of being like in and out with it. But definitely like in order for me to take care of myself, I need to take breaks from Instagram for now. Yeah, it's good. Uh, It's, it's definitely good that you're conscious of that. And and I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not perfect at it. I'm conscious of it, but I don't always follow through with my intention to not to be on it. Do you, what do you think about iPhones? I don't know if you have an iPhone, but iPhone has that limit or indicator. Uh, it cuts you off after a while. Uh, like you can say like social. Is that a, a native to the iPhone or is that yeah. like a part of the Instagram? Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I do have an alert on my Instagram app that tells me, okay, you've been on it for 20 minutes. Okay. You've yeah. been on it for 40 minutes, whatever. Yeah. Um, I use that. I, I don't have an iPhone. I actually just got a new phone today. I got oh, a okay. Pixel 4. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm an Android girl forever. Oh, that's a great phone. My wife has that phone, and it tastes much better. No, she has the Pixel 3. But you know what? One thing I just wanted to say about the Instagram stuff, like, I'll tell you a cool story. So we were in Singapore, uh, we were in Singapore sorry, and uh, there were this couple. They're, like, an Instagram traveler, you know, a couple. They, you know, they have a lot of followers for their travel blog and, like, Instagram. And they um, they were there uh, on a, uh, I guess, on, like, a, let's say on a Sunday, okay? And they put up these pictures, and we saw them taking pictures, Um and then we were then we went on the on their Instagram to see if they were posting. They didn't post anything from that day. They posted those pictures three days later on their stories, um, and and uh, and also like some of the pictures, like you could like they added birds in in in, in like certain scenes where there were there were definitely no birds there. Like my my point is that like 
not only did they they, doctored online they were like they were they spent three days editing those pictures because they posted it three days later on their stories like they were there that day and they also Mm -hmm. edited the hell out of those pictures and i was just like what the hell like when (laughs) my and uh, like literally there was one thing i'm like we don't remember seeing like it was like a whole group of birds that were in the background like it just made it look like the most perfect picture and I was just yeah. thinking to myself, like, wow, this is like, so, like you said, so doctored. And but people see that and they're like, wow, I'm at home for a week. And these people are in Singapore having the time of their lives. But it's so it's so fake. And like, I feel like that's, so you know. Fake, I, yeah, I try to remember that, too. Um, I try to remember that. So when I see people's images, and I think I've been a lot better about this, about like when I see other people's images, actual images that they post, um, and they look like perfect, beautiful. I'm just like, okay, I need to take a step back. Not everybody's life is like this. And even if their life was exactly like this in that moment, that's fine. Um, good for them. And that doesn't mean that their life is way better than my life. It's not like my life has less value because I'm not out frolicking with the birds on the beach or anything, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just have to recognize that there's always more to the picture than what people are posting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not perfect at it either. I definitely spend probably more time now on Facebook. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was off social media from like 2012 to 2017, like five years. I wasn't mm-hmm. on, on anything. And I think back and I was like, wow, it was actually a lot more peace at peace with myself during that time. So mm-hmm. but it is it is like it is it is like a necessary evil. Like I mean I wish I wish I didn't need that, need it for boning, but maybe maybe we'll get to a point. I'm only on social media for my podcast. I was actually off of Instagram for like several months and I was totally happy with it. No intention of getting back to it before I started the podcast, but then I started the podcast. So then I felt like I had to get back on it. So yeah, Yeah. no, I agree. It's a necessary evil. And it is really hard for me because I've never been like a huge social media person. Like I, I, I barely even take selfies. Like I just, I can't do it. I'm I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to edit my photos to make them look better than I actually look in real life. I just, I don't know. It's hard for me. Uh, There was, uh, there were two days where uh, I went live on Instagram on our page. Mm -hmm. Um, Like two of the countries we went to, I went live or I didn't actually, I wasn't live. I posted like about that day. Anyway, so a day in Vietnam. So I posted a day in Vietnam. It took me like two hours to do, do like the stories, like maybe like 10, 12 stories. It took me like two mm-hmm. hours to do it, and I was so drained after that. I was like, "Oh my god, like this is so much work. I can't I imagine know. doing that." And people say they want to see more of the people behind Boney, but it's like, "Holy crap, it's so much work!" Like getting <laughs> these pictures together. I'm like, "I don't, I don't want to do it." So I literally, I, I was supposed to do like every country because we went to like all the, we went to like eleven countries for the last last two months, and we were, I was gonna do yeah, like a day. Right. I was gonna do a day in every country. But holy crap, that like I just I was like I was done after two days. I'm not even gonna do it anymore. It's just so much work. Like you know, making sure you have yeah. the right. Yeah, well, hey, you can do it after the fact, like that couple. Yeah, that's what. I was, no, even that, even that took me like mm-hmm. two hours because it's like because yeah. it's not. It's like yeah, you, know, you have to have the caption and and there's so many pictures. Like I because I do I like taking pictures. I don't post them, but I like taking them. So I'm like, which one do I pick? Yeah. And yeah, it's just like it's worrying about things that just added stuff that you don't you know i shouldn't have to worry about and it, it like i can yeah. it definitely affects you know my mental health i need to be more conscious I also of it. post stuff that i actually care whether or not it gets likes like if i'm posting about i don't know some some information about some uh mental illness or something like i actually care if people are looking about that so i'll try to like 
doctorate in a way that um, I feel like it's going to end up getting likes so that if it does get likes, I'll feel like, okay, this is working and it wasn't like a waste of time for me to do this. So I think it's also about like shifting your like attitude about what you're posting and not just posting out of like, all right, I have to maintain a presence and what do people like to see and et cetera. You know, like I have to care what is up there too. But do you think there's too much um, emphasis on, on like other people's validation of the work that you put in? Uh, well, I mean, I think I have to care a little bit about it, right? Because yeah. I'm making this podcast for other people. I see it yeah. as like a community effort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But listen, it's a really good conversation. Uh, sorry about the tech issues. Yeah, I've been I've been listening to a bunch of your episodes, and I, I really like the people that you interview. Um, it's really cool, and I'm really happy that I got to be on this show. Gotta be honest, with diamonds and pearls, yeah, yeah, Bengali is in New York, all over the world, uh, it's the bony show, uh, hey, can you handle this, representing the boroughs where the bangles live, from the slang we spit, to the gangs we with, it doesn't matter, we the essence of the Bangladesh, I say, hey, come on, can you handle this, representing the boroughs where the bangles live, from the slang